rest of the Zuguru. The profile of a gnarly tree resonates against the setting sun, dominating a sandy landscape. The crown of the tree rages with a blue-green glow, embers swirling, waiting to ignite. The molten energy drips through the leaves and down the branches, puddling on the ground, reabsorbing into the roots, which cycle like a fountain. Energy used by the tree is breathed upward, aerosolized into a glowing cloud, reaching miles into the sky. This extraordinary tree resides in an ill-fated future, keeping watch over remnants of a living energy from a vague past. The extraordinary might of the energy. Episode 1, Dreams vs. Reality It's funny how your dreams can affect you. They can be nirvana or a nightmare. Sometimes they invoke thought. But regardless, you know they're imaginary. But not my dreams. Something is all too real about them. And lately... They've taken a sinister turn. I need to talk about it. So I pull into a parking lot and call my therapist. Hello? Hi, Eddie. Um, this is Abby. Good afternoon, Abby. How are you today? I've been better. Of course. We always have those moments. Now, tell me about your week since the last time we talked. I had the dream again. You had the dream again? I see. Yes. And, um, we're the same characters present in your dream. What do you mean? I mean, we're the same people present in your dream no. as before. I had the dream about the tree. The tree? The tree. The one that kills people. Okay, the tree doesn't kill people. The beast inside it does. Afraid of the tree because you're afraid the tree represents your relationship with your mother. <laughs> That's not it at all. Uh, maybe I have the wrong notes. Are you even listening? Some therapist. Hello? You're not listening. Um, no I killed one, I someone. I the wrong <laughs> of course. Not um, listening. Give me a minute. I just have to go Give me a minute. <laughs> Goodbye. I need a new therapist. I need someone to help me decipher my dreams. No. Not the dream about the killer tree. <laughs> That's actually my nirvana. What I need is someone to help me figure out this new nightmare. I arrive home and enter the house to find my roommate, Greg, sitting at the kitchen table, struggling his way through a crossword puzzle. He doesn't seem to notice me. So I sneak to the shower. I'd stop and talk, but Greg's been a pill since he was promoted at work. He's consumed by his big shot managerial position at the Cabana Club downtown. I mean, he's doing great, 
except he's been bringing his big shot attitude home. I quickly put him back in his place. But it leads to tension and fights between us. <laughs> the hot water runs cold. Thanks, Greg. He must have started the washer in an effort to get me out of the shower. Recently, our friendship has all but died. I won't let him get to me. In fact, I'll go directly to the kitchen and make some coffee without saying a word to him. In the kitchen, Greg is again sitting at the table. As planned, I quietly walk past him. Good evening, Abby. Greg looks up at me, his eyes veiled under his black-framed glasses. I return his stare, keeping quiet. He wants to ask a question I don't care to answer. Oh. Realizing I won't converse, he half-heartedly returns to his puzzle. I put your sheets in the dryer. He sips his coffee and continues. Uh, since you didn't do it before work this morning. Well, thanks. I think. I grab a mug and attempt to coax the last drip of coffee out of the pot. Greg stands up and hands me a canister of coffee. Sorry. I thought you were still at work, so I only made half a pot. I pick up a different canister. No biggie. I just got home. I shovel spoons of grinds into the filter. Hmm. It's a little late for all that caffeine. You're gonna be up all night. Want decaf? He holds up the canister of decaffeinated coffee. Which I never drink. No. I want to stay up. Why does he always think he knows what's best for me? He acts like I can't make decisions for myself. <laughs> right. My apologies. I forgot you're afraid of your dreams now. <laughs> he says, half-joking, mocking my feelings once again. I ignore his arrogance and instead watch the coffee brew. I've been feeling vulnerable lately, and I don't want to have to explain myself again. He usually doesn't want to hear my feelings anyway. I told him about the dreams that I've had, and now he thinks I'm nuts. I can't help it. The dreams are haunting. They're unusual, and they make me uneasy. Not just any dreams. Dreams of war. Specifically, a battle where death surrounds me, and I can do nothing about it. The dizzying visions keep me awake. My mind mulling the complexities of dreams versus reality. Since the first war dream a few nights ago, flashes of a strange reality jog through my mind. Last night's dream was particularly frightening and hyper-realistic. I can still taste the blood. It's hard to sleep. I wake up every morning at 4.30 on cue, drenched in sweat. It's a frustrating sequence leaving me panicked and unable to function. 
when I initially told Greg of my dreams a few days ago. He told me to forget about them. Dreams can't hurt you. I can't forget my dreams. I'm linked to them. They haunt me every night. And with every return, the dreams become more vivid. It's hard for Greg to understand. He doesn't have to see what I see. The reality involved in my dreams. It's like I've lived through it. These are memories. It's not that I need him to understand. I really just want him to validate my feelings. I have to respond. <sighs> I'm not afraid, Greg. They're only dreams. And dreams can't hurt me. Remember? I just wonder what they all mean. They don't mean a damn thing. They're just dreams. He attempts to engage me in a deeper conversation. I'm worried about you, Abs. You're just not yourself. I try and ignore him, but he taps me, irksomely, on the shoulder. I turn to him and deliver a look to scare off anyone. But Greg, of course he's still there. He holds my shoulders. You seem depressed this past week. I push him away. I'm not depressed. I just want to be left alone. <sighs> what is wrong with you lately? What's wrong with you? Okay, so that wasn't my best moment. <sighs> Fine. I'll change the subject, Abby. I think he's finally given up. I've been trying to find a good time to speak with you about this anyway. And you are definitely avoiding me. I'm not avoiding you, Greg. I'm just having trouble getting my thoughts together. I stand, arms crossed. Besides, every time we have a moment to talk, you conveniently have to leave. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It sounds like you also need to talk. He drops a look to rival a lecturing father. Well, let's talk. Ladies first. There's not much to say, Greg. You don't believe me. I've already told you my problem, and you basically laughed in my face. You didn't believe me then, and you don't believe me now. Something happened to me. The blood boils in my ears as my face flushes in anger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's backtrack a minute. Then? Greg rubs my arms in an attempt to calm me down. That day at Palmer's. <sighs> With the fortune teller. The fortune teller? <laughs> what? I mean, you were serious? That was ages ago. And we all thought you were kidding. Not kidding. His apathy only fuels my mistrust. Well... His face changes as sincerity shines through his eyes. If you honestly think something happened to you, I guess I believe you. Finally. <sighs> Thank you. You seem pretty passionate about what happened. I mean, we have known each other since we were kids, and you've never had that look in your eye about a freaking dream. I glance around the kitchen. I need to think a moment. Time to change the subject. So, uh, what was it that you wanted to talk to me about, Greg? <laughs> well, you know how... Uh... He stands in a thoughtful pose. We were thinking we should uh, get a roommate. <laughs> uh, you know, to cheapen the rent. <laughs> you know, another person. Okay. Uh-huh. Rent is way too high. 
for this freaking nut house. <laughs> That's his nervous laugh. He must have wonderful news. <laughs> the nut house. Yes. That's what we need. We need a sign for above our door that says, Welcome to the nut house. <laughs> you are too much, Abby. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Well, getting to the point. We could refinance. I could get a lower rate. Uh-huh. I mean, my credit is much better now uh-huh. than when I initially refinanced to get the roof fixed. Uh, the, you know, the roof. Uh-huh. You know the roof. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but, but anyway, I mean, refinancing will, or could, anyway, cheapen the mortgage. And uh, on top of splitting that rent into three. He looks around, <laughs> searching like, no, for a distraction. Needs to be He's beating I mean, around the bush. My dad remodeled this when I was Holy in nuts, high Greg. Get to the point. Ugh. And who's the new roommate? Okay, don't worry. He will stay out of your hair. He leans on the counter, rubbing the bridge of his nose in frustration. <sighs> Okay, look, Max. It's Max. He's coming home tomorrow. Bingo. In the morning. There it is. I hate Max. Now I can see why he delayed this conversation. I should respond before he can see my hatred. Great. I can't wait to see him. I smile at my own bold face lie. Abby, you don't have to see or talk to him. I appreciate you letting him move in here. He gifts huh. me a sniveling smile. Like I have a choice. You do have a choice, Abby, uh -huh. and thank you. I sip my coffee and thank walk you away. So much. You know, you are the best His whining ever. voice you know, you could, fades into the background a as I walk to my bedroom. If I a million miles away. You know, I'm gonna buy pizza tonight. You know? Hey, what, what kind of what do you want on your tombstone? <laughs> what do you want on your pizza? Greg and I have been arguing a lot lately about any and all things. I need to get out. I've long worn out my welcome, and Max coming here only solidifies my decision. I had hoped to be a ghost in this house long before Max reappeared. Now, lo and behold, he's opened a Pandora's box of memories, which I thought were locked away forever. It's hard to convince yourself to break free from the mistakes of your past if you can't even break free from your ex. Next time on Tales from the Zugaru. One of those places to ignite a fun childhood memory. I'm up for some fun. Palmer's fun. Adulthood awaits me like a hawk. Come on! Please keep your hands and arms inside the car at all times. No bumping for anger. Always bumping for fun. We find ourselves in front of an ominous purple tent. Sit and challenge the boundaries of your reality. Um... I don't believe in magic. We will see. That's what my grandfather used to say. I cannot tell you anything else. <laughs> yeah, well that was a load of... Thank you for riding the whiplash. Yeah, next to the right of the ride, please. <laughs> oh. Enjoy the rest of your day here at Walter's Fun Park.